Thank you for joining us for this life-changing message from River of Life. If you are ever in our area, we would love for you to join us. For more information, click the link down below or download our app in the App Store under ROL Crawfordville. Now let's join our special guest as he teaches from the Word of God. Well, Happy New Year. Hey Amen. Listen, I, I'm excited to be here tonight. I'm excited to be the, I guess, the first person you listen to on this stage uh, this new year. So y'all pray for me. You know, I, a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of anticipation on, on this tonight. Uh, just I thank God just for the opportunity to be here tonight and to be able to share with you what God has laid on my heart and what he has given me, uh, because I, I take it very serious, uh, the work of the Lord. Uh, because it shouldn't be taken lightly, and that's what the Word of God tells us, that we should not take it lightly when we, we stand before a congregation or anyone and teach the Word of God because there are listening ears, not just itching ears, because I don't want itching ears. I want listening ears. And with listening ears, when I'm up here, I want you to take in what it is that I'm saying, and I will be held accountable for what I'm teaching you tonight. So, again, pray for me. <laughs> If you can see the title of tonight, it's Singular Focus on a Faith-Driven Commitment. It's New Year, right? New Year. And, and 2023 is, is gone. It's, 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 all, it's all last year's business, right? And now we're here and we're focused on 2024 and what all 2024 has to offer. And many of us are in the past have set New Year's resolutions and and all these different uh, ideas that we're going to start in the new year. And tonight I want to just dive into that. I want to dive into New Year's resolutions, and I want to give it a biblical topic on a biblical study. And on tonight, we're going to focus in on singular focus on a faith-driven commitment. I can get it to click here. It's okay. We're going to go old school. I'm just going to slide it. And here's what the word of the Lord reads from Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. It says, brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Gracious and heavenly Father, God, thank you, thank you, thank you for a new year, for a new opportunity, God, to come in and dive into your word head First, God, we want to be in your presence, and we need your presence here with us. Help us, God, not to just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Take what has been prepared by this lad, God, and make feed a multitude. I don't have much, God, but God, this is your word. Do with it as you please. Holy Spirit, do with it as you please. Fulfill us, God. Fill us, God, tonight with what you have prepared. In Jesus' name, amen. 
So again, my topic, singular focus on a, <clears throat> on a faith-driven commitment. So I want to talk to you about a faith-driven commitment because a lot of times we, we have these different things that we, 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 we set up and say that we're going to do and say that we're going to place our minds to it and we're going to do all these different things until the new year and it, it, have all these things written down on these lists and all this yada, yada, yada. Y'all get it. We do it. We make these lists. Even if we don't write it out, we put it in our minds. And we say we're going we're gonna to start the year fresh and we're motivated in the moment. But it has no legs to it. It has no true commitment to it because you're just giving it words and not really putting a, a true commitment behind it. And commitment matters, especially when we're saying we want to focus in on what it is that God wants us to do. Because when I'm talking about a singular focus, that singular focus is Christ. That singular focus is Christ. First and foremost, that's what I want you to understand, that singular focus, all the things that we, 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 we have ambitions to do and all those different things that we write down in every list that we uh, created and prepared, they're good. They may, they may have some, uh, some, some good, uh, you, you get good achievements for them, but truthfully, as believers of Christ, our number one focus is to horn in on the work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's the singular focus that we should have on our minds. I mean, it should, it should be the air we breathe. The moment we wake up, that should, we should be thinking, God, thank you for waking us up. What can I do for you today? Singular focus. Singular focus on how to prepare myself to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is my reasonable service. Just reasonable. Just reasonable. Not even asking a lot. And that should be our faith-driven commitment every single day. We should be focused on it. When we, we step into the new year, we should be focused on it. We should be on target on saying, Lord, I want to be used for you to bring others to you for the glory of the kingdom of God. Because the work is here. It's, it's work for us to do. It's not just work for Pastor Henry, for me, um, Pastor Derek. It's not just work for us. It's work for everyone. We are the hands and feet of Christ, and we have, a, have to have that singular-minded focus. Every time we wake up, every day that we wake up, we should be committed to it. We should be aligning, because that's, I want to get to it, we should be aligning our plans, our thoughts to the will of God, to the will of Christ. We should be asking him, Lord, to order our steps. This is, this is biblical. I'm not telling you anything that I'm just saying out of my mouth and it has no meaning. It is substance through the word of God. This is what he has asked you to do. To seek him, to ask him, and he'll make your, your plan straight for you. He'll make it, he'll make it plain for you. But you gotta have that singular, focused, faith-driven commitment to apply every, every single day that when you get up, I am committed to this. I'm committed to, to, to making sure that I'm doing all I can to pre please God. 
And I'm not, I'm going to go into New Year's resolutions. Because New Year's resolutions, it, it, it is, the, what it means is, is a firm decision to do or not to do something. And the root word for resolution is to resolve, right? Resolve meaning there was a problem <laughs> with some things that you were trying to do last year and you couldn't quite get it right. So that resolution is, hey, this year I know <laughs> those things were wrong. I, I couldn't get it right. But this year I want to get it right. But New Year's resolutions don't always have a Christ focus. Most times, they're just self-motivated, self-achievements, personal accolades, attaboys, pat on the back, puff up, chest, I've accomplished something. But it has no true value, no deep, eternal glory. So I put up a table, a comparison table for the singular focus on a faith-driven commitment versus a New Year's resolution. And I, and, and I get it. You've seen what the list said from the last one. You know, I want to lose weight. I want to get back in the gym. Those, man, those are good things to be in good health, good shape, to eat right, man. You know, I started eating salads like in 2019. I feel a little better now. But I don't eat them all the time. I actually have eaten a salad every day this week. I don't know how long I'm going to keep that up. But I'm committing myself to try to eat healthier. But here it is. With a singular focus on faith-driven commitment. And I'm going to get to the scripture. Perseverance. Spiritual growth. Eternal perspective. And that last one. You see, I got to highlight it. Reliance on God's strength. And on the other side, it's often short-lived. It don't last long. It don't, it's, it don't last. Focus on self-improvement can lack a deeper purpose and may rely on personal willpower. Wow. I, I, I did this. I accomplished this. And a lot of times, that's what we are. That's what we do. We don't see the help of the Lord when he's, he's holding that weight for us. We think we're lifting it with our, with our own might and our own strength, that we're going through these trials and tribulations, and it's us that are willing ourselves through it. And, and, and my God, if that's you and you're thinking that you have the wrong perception of life, if you believe that it's you that is allowing you to get through all of these obstacles of life that are happening, I promise you, as life continues to go on, you'll be weighed down and burdened. And it's going to take a whole lot of us to come and pray you through. Because a self-reliant person is one that is set up to fail. One set up to fail. Matter of fact, I'm going to make you a promise. You will fail. If not in this life, you won't see the next. Because if you're only relying on you, when are you relying on God? When are you relying on God if all you're relying on is you? 
Why do you need them? Why would you need them? And see, this is what Paul is talking about in the scripture when he's saying his point is moving forward, forgetting what lies behind and, 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 and straining forward towards what lies ahead. Straining forward for what lies ahead. My God. But forgetting what lies behind. Right. This is this is Paul that we're talking about. And if you know anything about uh, uh, Paul's background. And, and what he did in his past life and what his name was and, and the things that he done, I would want to forget, too. Matter of fact, there are some things that you did last year that you're not proud of. There are some things that you haven't shared with anyone that God knows that you are not proud of. You want to forget. You want to forget about the times that, you know, you, you failed, you, you've fallen. And it took the hand of God to bring you back up. Look at Paul's past. Paul is Saul. Look what, what Saul did. Persecutor of the Christians. Look at what the scripture said he did. He was the, he was the, the head man trying to get, well, not even trying, who got Stephen martyred. The head man. He was the one that was leading the charge. Not only was he leading the charge, he was ready to go get everyone else. He was ready to go get everyone else. Acts 22, it shows even his accolades and everything that Paul's past is, it wasn't bad. He was a pres- he had prestige. You know, we, we talk about all the bad stuff that we want to forget about, but what about the good stuff that we need to forget about? The good stuff that Pat us on the back. He considered himself a Hebrew of Hebrews. <laughs> he was circumcised. He, he was a teacher who fell under, under a great teacher and he learned from him. He was a head Pharisee. Accolades. He had the degrees. He had the money. He had, he had the fame. He had the name. But Paul Remember, he, he understood something that it mean, it meant nothing. In the beginning of, of, of that chapter of chapter three, he talks about these things. He talks about these accolades that all these things. And he's saying, look, as he's writing this letter to the, the, the church of Philippi, he's ta- telling them, he's telling, hey, look, look at, look at all these things that I could measure. All these things that I, I have done, all these things that I, I have done in the past. Look at this. Look at all, look at my resume. Do you not see my resume and what my resume says? And he says, look, that means nothing. My resume means nothing when it comes to, to Christ. Matter of fact, I am straining forward towards the mark of the high call in Christ Jesus. Which brings us to his present moment. The present moment of all the hardships, the beatings, the persecution that he himself had to go through and endure. Because a lot of times we look at last year and we want it to be over and we drag ourselves into the new year thinking that if we could just make it cross the line to 2024, that our problems will be over. 
And here he is saying, look, <laughs> I dragged myself into the next and I'm straining forward towards the mark, meaning it's still difficult. Serving God is not easy. <laughs> Making the right decisions isn't easy, but I press, I strain towards the mark. I strain towards it. Strain. Strain. I make the effort. One translation says stretch, but I love strain. I love strain because that's, that's, that's the depiction of who we are. Right now, we're straining towards the mark. It is difficult. Problems from last year has carried over. I didn't want those rollover minutes. Those are the rollover minutes they could have kept. I didn't want those. But some of them followed me right here on the third day of 2024, and I'm still dealing with them. I'm still dealing with the heartaches. I'm still dealing with the pains, the sorrow of loss. Still dealing with them. But I know that the word of God, it, 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 it helps us. It gives us a, a sense of, 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 of having comfort. Not only in our own ability, because we have none, but in the ability of Christ. Who Paul has already said, look, I haven't done it on my own. I, I, I'm not perfect by a long shot. All it, my resume shows you, but I'm not perfect. In fact, if it was not for Christ, the person standing here wouldn't even be here. If he had not met me on Damascus Road, I don't know where I would be. I don't know who I would be. And that's our story. We have a similar story to Paul because we were headed on into destruction. It may not have been Damascus, but it was probably damnation. And we were headed there. And Christ stepped in. He stepped into our lives and said, look, I can make your life better. And we had to commit one that day that we would serve him or we wouldn't. That was the first commitment that we made. And a lot of us need to get back to that first commitment and that first love that we had for Christ. We need to get back to that first love, that first time, that first feeling of it of understanding what it was that we gained that moment, that day when he came into our hearts and came into our lives. We forget that a lot of times and, and, and we move past it and, and we go in and we have these mundane lives, our mundane spiritual lives, so to speak. Just going about our moments, going about our days, going about our times and nothing really happening not really experiencing the power of God the way that God intended. And it, although we're straining towards the mark, we're, I mean, we're barely making it because we're not realizing the power that lies within us through Christ Jesus when we're pressing towards the mark. Why? Because what he says is there's a prize. 
I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Listen. There is victory where we're headed. There is, it's already here, but we have to obtain it. We have to be committed to it. Committed to the, the training and going and the straining. When, when you, when you practice as a, after, as an athlete, <laughs> The, the, the one thing that a basketball player hates when getting in shape is suicides. Man, do I hate doing suicides and running. But when coach blows that whistle, I know I got to run. Matter of fact, I got to run because I see everybody else around me running. And I'm training to get in shape. So that while I'm in the game, I'm ready. I can, I, I'm, 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 I'm able to move around the way that I need to do. I'm focused. I'm not tired. I'm not fatigued. Because when you're fatigued, you're liable to foul. You're liable to make a mistake. And the coaches understand that, so they want, want you to be prepared. They need you to be trained and they need you to, to be prepared because we're not just playing the game. We're playing to win. We got to realize that it was a competition. And the competition for us in Christ Jesus is already won, but we still have to do the training. We still have to go through not just the motions of it, but through the difficulties and, 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 and persevere through all the difficulties and all the, the, the tough moments because there's an end goal in mind. You see that metal that's, that's hanging around the neck of, the, of that person, that individual? That individual didn't just get there by just showing up to the, to the race. And a lot of times that's what we try to do. We try to come over until 2024 and just show up and think that's going to be enough. Especially as believers, it's not going to be enough as if the enemy is not on our tails constantly, constantly, constantly studying you, studying your habits, Reaving, wreaking havoc, and you just mundane. I'll come to church on Sunday, praise and worship high. I'll, I'll clap a couple times. Man, Priscilla Show sung that song. Whoo. Man, Brandon Show hit that note. Whoo. Pastor Henry Show preached. Woo. All right, brothers and sisters, I'll see y'all next week. Mundane. Not ready. Not equipped. Mundane spiritual lives. We have to be sharp. And it's not just one day. You have to train constantly. Like the games that we are playing uh, in the competition, the game itself is it's the fun. The practice is not. Any athletes out here that know that training was not fun, it was the games that, that was the fun time, but the training of it was never fun. Practice was never fun. I mean, I, I left with bruises from my teammates because practice isn't fun. Sharpening our, our tools, iron sharpening our eyes. Look, we need to be even doing that to each other, it, it shouldn't be fun. Making sure that we are all ready 
for the test that the enemy is coming when he comes after us. Because guess what? He will come. He will come. And he's going to see if you're ready. He's ready to line up with you. He's ready to line up and he's ready to take you on. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready this year for what it is that God wants to reveal to you, to expose you to, to bring you out of? Are you ready? Are you ready to walk into victory? Are you ready now? Are you ready to, to be, to dive in? Are you ready to truly press towards the mark? Or are we just saying it? Well, I press towards the mark of the high call, but there's no commitment to it. There's no true singular focus in doing it. Focus on Christ and what he has already accomplished. What he has already accomplished for us. If I had a whole bunch of balloons that said, you know, health over here, finances over here, to be a better husband over here, to be a better uh, father over here, to have a, would you just grab one and say, that's, that's all I want? Or would you grab them all and put them all in one hand? That singular focus gives you that. Christ gives us all those things in one. But it takes living for him. It takes choosing him and committing ourselves to him, to obey him. Not lip service. Not just saying that I'm going to press forward. That I'm, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going I'm to do it. But there's no commitment to getting up. Setting aside a time to read my word and to pray and to fellowship with him outside of the four walls. Because if this is the only time that you're doing it, believers, you're failing. And we need to be committed. It's a new year. It's a new year. Happy New Year. We need to be committed. This is an opportunity for us to be committed to say, hey, I have a fresh start. I have a fresh opportunity with God to get it right. And whether it's the top of the morning or 728, 30, 41, 42, 43. It doesn't matter. If you want to start right now, you can start right now. Press reset. God, I want to do it. I repent. I'm ready to be committed right now to you. I'm ready to follow you however long it takes, however long it takes for me to be transformed because that's what I'm looking for, to be transformed by the renewing of my mind and being transformed. Guess what? There's no time. There's no timeline to that. We know there's a destination, but right now, there's no timeline to being in the fire for God to be push, putting us through the fire so that he can refine us and make us more like him. Because guess what? He don't want us to be the same. He know what it was like when we was like before him. He's seen all the ugly, all of the ugly. 
We may be able to hide it from our brothers and sisters, but we can't hide it from God. He's seen it all. And guess what? He still said yes to you. He still chose you. My God, he still chose me. Y'all don't know me before now, but I was ugly. And there are some times when I'm still ugly. And he still chooses me. That's the reason why. Like Paul, all the accolades that I had meant nothing. All the trophies that my mom keeps on display means nothing. Oh, look at my precious boy, all these medals. They mean nothing. It mean nothing. But at the moment I was puffed up, I was, I was, I was proud of him. So I met Christ for real. I began to understand the purpose and my life is not being my own. James said all the time, my life is not my own. I love him say that. And he said all the time, and I, every time he said it, it pumps me up. My life is not my own. I press forward towards the mark because I know what Christ did for me. I know who I was before him. I know where I was headed before him. Why shouldn't I give him everything that I have? Why shouldn't I give him everything, every part of me, every, every talent? that he has blessed me with. And there's a lot of them. I was using them for the world, using them for personal accolades and achievements to gain popularity. Why not use them now? For the glory of God. If you can sing, sing. If you can't, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. You get my point? Like, this is, this is what we were made to do. We were made to come together, the community of believers, to combat the enemy and to win, to press forward towards the mark. Because guess what? We are victorious through Christ Jesus. We are more than conquerors. And every resolution that's been made, guess what? There are some... Bible life hacks. If you said you wanted to, you know, to be more disciplined and efficient, here you are. <laughs> Proverbs 13:4. A slugger appetite is uh, never filled, but the desires of a diligent are fully satisfied. And then Colossians 3:23. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not human masters. Look, this is the word of God. You what? You take care of your health. Here we go. First Corinthians six nineteen and twenty. Do you know that your bodies are a temple? Do y'all know that? So we should be eating right and, and and exercising anyway. These are things we should be doing because if we live, we can still be giving to God. But if we cut our lives short because we have bad eating habits and we don't want to work out, God has to fulfill it with someone else. I want to live and declare the goodness of God. And I want to live as long as I can to do that because I know how long I spent not doing it. 
So I want to spend all the time that I have left on this earth, and I'm going to do everything I can to get there so that I can fulfill the things of God now. I'm focused on what I can do for him now, present. I want to be focused on what I can do for him now. I'm, I'm present, God. When he calls my name, I'm present. Here, here am I, send me. I'm willing, I'm ready. I'm not sluggish and, 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 and tired because of all the cheeseburgers I ate. Y'all know how it is when you, you're really full. You don't, man, I don't want to be bothered. I just want to sit here and kind of doze off a little bit. But when God calls, I want to be ready. Finances. Budgeting. Here it is. The, the word of God is there. Everything that, look, man, the Sermon on the Mount. We just went through it. It covers, I mean, pretty much all of it. Jesus covered it all on the Sermon on the Mount. Finances, marriages, uh, uh, if you name it, it was in there. If you can't, it's in the Bible. I promise you it's there. All of your resolutions is in the Word of God. And if you can't find it, look, here it is right here. Seek First, his kingdom and his righteousness and all those things. <laughs> I told you all of it was covered. All those things shall be added to you according to his will, though. And this is what God wants for us. As we're pressing forward towards the mark, 2024, we should be on target. River of life have so many Great things that is happening this year. There are a class, Battle of the Minds. How many teachers, that are, uh, commitments do we have of teachers that are going to be teaching Battle of the Minds this year? Raise them high. Raise your hands high. Raise them high. Be proud of this. Listen, Battle of the Minds, 2024, getting ready to start here in January. If you're not plugged in with somebody already, you need to get plugged in. It's our, look, the battle of the mind, oh my goodness. Learning how to take every thought captive. Do you know how important that is? This will help you press towards the mark. Because everything that we have, it starts here. Unless you're physically seeing demons, the devil's coming and he's, he's, ta- he's, he's walking physically with you and you can see him. Most of it is here. He's battling us right here. And if we don't put enough word in to combat it, no word in, no word out. You can't combat the enemy with no word. I promise you, you can't. You may survive a day or two. But with no word, sooner or later, that venom gets to you. That venom gets to you. But we want to be able to and keep, how? How did he do that? Because we got word in. 
We need to have the word of God in our, I mean, I mean, we should be, we should have a hunger and thirst for God's word like never before this year. This year, say this year. This year, your hunger and thirst for righteousness, for the word of God, your prayer life, you're taking it to the next level. You're taking it to the next level. This is why I'm here tonight. We're taking it to the next level. River life is taking it to the next level. With you or dragging you. One way or another, you're coming. Like it or not, you're coming. But with you, because with you, we can do more. With you, we can do Wakala County. Oh, my goodness. Leon County, look out. Taylor County, Hamilton County, look out. Because with you, we'll cover the multitude. We'll go out two by two. But if you ain't got no word in you, how can I send you? How can Pastor Henry send you with no word in you? So getting plugged in to, to the different groups that we have here. Battle of the Minds. I believe the women group will be doing it. The men's group on Tuesday will be doing it. You need to be plugged in somewhere. And then we're going to be doing getting into the five. Four. I am excited about what River Life is bringing this year. They were talking about stuff last year, and I was like, man, I can't wait. When is it coming? And they said, this year. This year. Because I'm ready, I'm focused. We need to be on target. We need to have singular focus on what we're trying to do for God. And I end with this, with that singular focus. Transformation happens through the Word of God. Transformation happens through the Word. Everything that we, you've been hearing on every Wednesday, every Sunday, all of it is all biblical, Bible focus. And we're not just telling you to come hear us. We're telling you, no digging yourself. Get it for yourself. Help you so you can help someone else. If you don't have a sword, man, how you going to battle? And I know you're saying, oh, that's a small Bible for your hands. Hey, a 380 is doing a little damage. But this is more than a 380. For 366 days this year, I'm ready. They thought they had me with 365. They gave me an extra day this year, and I am ready. I am ready. I am ready for you, and I'm ready for whatever the enemy brings. I am ready. River of life, we need to be ready. And it happens here. It happens here. This is how you maintain your sharpness. This is how you maintain your spiritual edge. This. This is how you do it. 
If I could bring in everything that I'm saying, this commitment to doing this, I'm talking, we cannot go through the mundane anymore. That was last year. We're leaving the mundane spirituality in last year. We're forgetting that. That lies behind us. But we're pressing towards the the mark. We're pressing towards the mark. We need to regain our spiritual edge. If you've lost it today, make the commitment that I'm not leaving here the same. I am not leaving here the same. I will not leave here unsharp, uncommitted, unprepared. River of Life, I pray that I've said something to bless you tonight. I pray that you will be transformed through the word of God. And I pray that you're ready for what God is getting ready to do this year. Let us pray. Gracious and heavenly Father, God, we thank you for a time well spent with you. God, you always blow our minds. You always do it, Lord, and we are thankful. We're thankful when the Spirit shows up and it just takes over a Bible study, a, a worship, everything, God. That the, we, We're just thankful, God. Thank you for your people, God. Thank you for the commitments that are being made right now, the recommitting to you tonight, God. We are thankful. We're ready, God for whatever it is that you have for us this year and the years to come. We commit ourselves not just to the way. We commit ourselves to you. We commit ourselves to the purpose that you have given us, God, your will for our lives. We give you all of us. We are your vessels. We want to be used by you. We want to leave this earth one day empty of everything that you have poured inside of us and we have given it back to those around. God, we pray that, God, you are pleased with all of our service. Thank you, Lord, for meeting us here. And God, for those who are broken, God, we ask, God, that you would mend their hearts. For those who have been battling illness, God, we know that, God, you are a healer. God, we pray against every single thing the enemy has been speaking to the people of God, that is not true. Those lies that has been coming forth out of his mouth. God, we declare victory over this sanctuary. We declare victory over our leadership. We declare victory in our homes. God, we declare victory all around us. We know that we are victorious through you. And God, we are glad you have chosen us to be your trumpets, to sound the alarm. We are ready, God. We are equipped and we're focused. We have a singular focus, God, to be committed to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for listening to this message from River of Life. If this message has touched you today, or if you need someone to pray with, please contact us at 850-926-1200 or email us at info at 
We also want to encourage you to visit us this Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. in Crawfordville. Please visit us online at rolcrawfordville.com for more information and directions.